welcome to Movies Are Real for the month of October. Spooky, not really. Halloween's dead. So now we gotta be thankful. I'm thankful for this monthly movies podcast <laughs> where we once a month come here, gather. I can't keep it going. Okay, never mind. Once a month, we come over here and we gather and we talk about the movies of the month prior and what we're looking forward to next month. I'm your host, George, me trying to make a Thanksgiving bit. I, it sounded too cheesy, so I couldn't commit to it. Uh, you have committed it. That's, that's yeah. important. Here with Carrie Lyles. Hello. I'm and, not thankful at all. Oh, okay. And Ryan Lanes. Hello. I am thankful for this delicious LaCroix drink. Nope. We're not sponsored <laughs> by LaCroix. Movies are real. Can't, sponsored no. by LaCroix. No. Feel that foamy aftertaste. <laughs> that's how you... Okay, yeah. That's how you taste it. It's a feeling. Okay, it's never a mind. Feeling. Um, never mind. Um. I didn't see any movies in October, it turns out, when I was making this document. But thankfully, y'all did. Thankfully. Month of thanks. We did the work for you. <laughs> okay. I'm so grateful that you were able to exactly. make up for my fucking incompetence. Um, but yeah, we got a few stuff. We got a lot of spooky stuff, actually. I, I feel like last time we, we said there's not going to be a lot of spooky stuff, and there's some spooky stuff here. Uh, there's a fuck, some fucking snowman. That's pretty oh. scary. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but before we get into that, let's go into a movie that you talked about last month, Ryan. Yes. You really enjoyed. Carrie, you finally saw it. I did. The big one, Blade Runner 2049. Yes. Uh, I, I think I set it up last month, but in case you don't know what Blade Runner is, it's a pretty big, influential sci-fi movie of the mid-80s with Harrison Ford, uh, robots, what makes us human, uh, fucking, bada bing, bada boom. you know, <laughs> existentialism, uh, and they made a sequel to it, and everyone was like, why would you make the sequel to that? That's impossible, and then people really liked it. But no one else saw it. Oh, is that true? No, it bombed? Yeah, it bombed. That makes sense, actually. I don't know what the fuck they the were thinking. The original one bombed, They're, so it all comes yeah. back. It all comes back around. It's just They're really letting Dennis Velvedu, uh <laughs> yeah. make a Dune movie now. Yeah, that's gonna go well. Anyways, Carrie, you finally saw it. Yeah. And Carrie, you weren't. You didn't seem too enthused about I watching. Just, I had just. I had never watched Blade Runner. I still haven't watched the original one. I, only... I gave her a wonderful synopsis. Yeah, it's true. By sat me down I mean, in the theater. Off of memory <laughs> of a movie I watched. There's a, a rape ago. scene in it? That's all I know about it. Uh, maybe in one of the cuts. Uh, okay. Not the one I watched. Ryan, <laughs> you didn't tell me. <laughs> uh, that's all I know about it. Some guy named Deckard. All right. So, Carrie, what did you think of it? It was pretty good. It was beautiful. And it was it was pretty moving. And I enjoyed it. Like, it's, it's one of those things. Me and Ryan were talking about this. I didn't really connect with it that much. So there's a bit of distance between me and it. But I am watching it and I'm like, wow, this is an amazing movie. And I enjoyed it from like a production look of it standpoint. And I like a lot of the ideas that it has. But it's a great movie. Right, right. I like it. Uh, and so I, I guess the big thing is since Blade Runner is so high concept that I think a lot of the worry would also be that you're trying to make a new take on this. So you're going to come up like, it's hard not to make a sequel to Blade Runner. And I'd be like, okay, I have to go on tour with this shit. I have to go big. I have to be like, here are my big ideas. Here's fucking, uh, what's his buckets face. God damn it. Joker from Suicide. Jared Leto. Jared Leto oh, being like, I make angels. And then he fucking sticks a domino up his ass or something. Um, but yeah, it's good to hear that it was actually able to like have sort of the ideas that and actually deliver them and not sounding like I'm telling you, like this is like what Mad Max was last year, where it's like disguised. Two as, years like, ago. Two oh jeez. Three? 
MF-15. No. Yeah. Where it's like, on surface, it's like, oh, just a sci-fi thing. But if you like, are able to look deeper, it's like there's actually some stuff going on here that's like pretty like interesting and complex. That's and, kind and you, can, and you can talk about it for like a long time and rewatch it and enjoy things. And also like Mad Max Fury Road, visually, it's just. I was gonna say you yeah. didn't like Mad Max that much. I ever. didn't, but I appreciate like other people's okay. thoughts on it. Like it's fun to read yeah. other people's thoughts on it, even though I don't care for it that much. But I just don't like cars. Right. I think that's pretty so, exclusively it. But I also don't like robots. <laughs> and these were so like, get, God damn it. speaking oh, oh, God. of the ideas that it. What are, like, the big themes, I guess, without spoiling the movie, uh, that this movie presents? What are the big ideas? Are we still talking about our robots? What if robots could dream of fucking electronic sheep or whatever the hell? It, and what? Yeah. It really is, like, an extension on the, uh, an extension and then, like, more on the original Blade Runner, where it's just, like, what is human or, like, mm-hmm. what what is life? As well as, like, it delves into, like, what, like, romance is and yeah. what, like, technology does to that. As well as, like, I guess, like, reading into things where, like, you think, like, maybe, like, you're unique when you're actually just still part of, like, this, like, system that's Mm. been, like, created to, like, destroy things and, like, use people. And, like, the whole world is really, like, like, around, like, these replicants who are... They're not essentially slaves still anymore. They, right. they still do, like, the shitty work. As far as I understood, there was a revolution or something, an upheaval that happened, and now we're, yes. like, in the aftermath? Yeah, Pretty so. much. Okay. Uh, basically, in, Which is interesting. In 2021 of this movie's universe, Bl- the original Blade Runner taking place in 2019, uh, there was an event called... Uh, this is all explained in literally the t- opening title mm-hmm. card. There's an event called The Blackout, where basically the replicants kind of, like had this revolt thing and they destroyed a lot of this electronic data from the time huge electrical thing and now in this future world pretty much everything is like resorted back to like it's still new and like futuristic but parts of it are like weirdly retro like all the files are like physical now nothing is electronic because that's not safe anymore right which is really interesting uh how like they're going to like retrieve information, and instead of just like pulling it up on a computer, they run down these long corridors of like mm-hmm. these physical drives that they have to open up and like read a book, even though it's t- fucking twenty forty nine. Mm-hmm. And even in our modern ass twenty seventeen, not like post apocalyptic future yeah. yet. Uh, we're so reliant on that, so it's just an interesting take on that uh, that future. And uh, I obviously didn't see it, so. I'm going to kind of like, what, because this is a, sort of a big movie in terms of like, it's a big release, but also it's a very uh, meaty movie. There's a lot of stuff in it. Um, so I guess I'll let you guys, what are the things that you want to talk about from this movie that are like exceptional or like the thing you took away from it that like, uh, when you think about it, you you keep coming back to, I guess? I think for Carrie, it'd be the visuals. Yeah, I really liked all the visuals and... Uh... But it's a delivery because it it <clears throat> Ghost in the Shell was sort of a ripoff of Ghost in the Shell and Blade Runner, mm-hmm. and it felt very hollow. Is Blade Runner like a more than like is there yeah. sustenance to it? Because like when he's walking around the, well, I have realized in my own life that I have a severe inclination to movies with neon glow, and I love that. <laughs> and so when he's walking around the city and there's 
ads projected everywhere and there's like Atari, uh, it's back. <laughs> and it's just like the the different vivid colors of all the different advertisements put over this gritty city and then when he goes to the desert and it's just all bright orange and dusty and desolate it's just like the the everything feels really present and awesome and fleshed out it doesn't feel like a facade it feels mm. like man this is rough right and i love it right and it feels like they're trying to like it it it's a when you look at it it's obviously layered cuz there's like the grittiness of it and then they plaster over it with intrigue and advertisements and fanciness but i I don't know what I'm saying, but I just really like looking at this movie. No, that makes sense, because Blade Runner, I feel like, I've never seen any of the movies, so I'm just assuming, but it always feels like, uh, it's sort of like stuff is bad, but there's sort of, there's this facade to it, mm-hmm. uh, and it is very pretty, but also, like, if you just dig a little bit more, like, it's sort of, you see sort of the it's, rot. Yeah. It's definitely, like, that's another, like, cool part, because, like, it's, the movie is set place in Los Angeles, but, like, it's always, like, pitch black outside, but day and night, it's constantly raining Mm -hmm. in los angeles so there's definite like when you think about like oh what the hell has happened to this world where (laughs) los angeles is constantly black and it's raining all the time yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, how even like simple things like that is like huh what really happened to like get this world to that place and that's part of like what gets me intrigued about it while the original blade runner was very like focused on like one aspect of like the replicants and like what is it? Uh, is replicants the same as people? Buh, buh, da, buh. Right. But this really like goes the next step of like of of that direction, and like I really enjoy it. Hmm. Um. So the performances here. Is there anything stand out? I'm assuming Jared Leto is not a standout. Oh before. no, he is the worst <laughs> part of the movie. Uh, He's in two assume, scenes okay. and it's miserable. Again, I assume it's just him monologuing how like I created the angels, but what if I can't go on no more? What does it mean? Whatever. He's just yeah. fucking saying sweet nothings, like, pretending he's cool as shit. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. But yeah, is there anything really? I will say though, even though he was in that one scene with the with the robot lady falling out of the the like sleeve and she's covered in goo, I really liked that scene, mm-hmm. even though it was Jared Leto. That scene was awesome. So yeah. this movie made me tolerate Jared Leto. That is high <laughs> praise coming from this podcast. <laughs> like I do like that scene on like all of his scenes like on the surface level like are good yeah but like the way he delivers them is just so like and I th- almost cartoonish yeah and i think it's just the context of knowing who jared leto is and how he sure. approaches acting 100 percent. So, so it's like if you just saw this guy doing that performance you'd be like oh yeah that's fine but you know how proud of himself he is and how i really his i became this character for a whole year i was blind just to get in this character <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. but yeah pretty much every other performer really like you were not kidding this movie fucking mm-hmm. bomb yeah it's Damn, really unfortunate son. yeah it's i think much like original blade runner it'll do better like sure uh post that right like, blu-rays and stuff which is a shame because i feel like this is the big screen really highlights a lot of this movie's yeah. greatness but yeah ryan goosling he does great uh yeah. harrison ford awesome uh the main villain lady mm-hmm. fantastic if you think if you go into this movie thinking that uh Jared Leto is the villain. He's just like the puppet master to a character who is much more interesting and complex. Yeah. 
uh, Ryan Gosling's uh, significant other. Very, very interesting, and mm-hmm. some very uh, stuff towards the end of like her arc is very like thought provoking to me yeah. and interesting that I really appreciated. Okay, good stuff. Here. So I guess we, like I said before we move on, is there anything else from this movie we want to get out of our chest? Watch the movie. Yeah, they've spent a lot of money on this. Yeah, yeah, like. Like a lot of money. <laughs> this is interesting because now this, the the narrative has flip flopped. Because like for everyone who like liked Blade Runner, it was like this is just a soulish cash into fucking on a property. And now that it's sort of come out and we see the aftermath and the criticism, it's like well actually this is like a sort of fucking gift and miracle that yeah. it even fucking happened. Because uh, I really do think someone like misfired. Like really, we're gonna we're gonna put all our eggs on Blade Runner. All right, I mean Harrison Ford's hot. People like Ryan Gosling. Um, <laughs> People really like scenes where Harrison Ford just like emerges from the darkness to reveal like this <laughs> <Yeah>. old character. <laughs> like, it's me again. <laughs> well, with that, I guess we'll go into a movie that I, last podcast, was like, I think this looks great. And everyone's like, ah, it's gonna look good. Happy Death Day. I and- fucking love this movie. Before we, I will just say that right up front. This was the happy. This was the movie where the she's in her birthday and she dies and then she wakes up and yada yada yada. Groundhog Day with murder. Groundhog yes. Day. No Bill Murray. No. Is Louise Dreyfus in that movie? Maybe. Oh. Anyways. Yes. Happy Death Day. Um. Well, with that out of the way, saying that I like it. How did you guys feel about it? Didn't see didn't it. see it. Oh what? <laughs> Dang it! It's good. We were gonna. It was like between like okay. that and um, Geostorm, and then we're like, actually, nah, we dang. should watch Blade Geostorm Runner. just I makes me feel really, really bad. I really wanted to watch Geostorm. Uh, <laughs> Look, like, how did okay. Geostorm do? Oh, oh it, it bombed very hard. Okay. They had to like refill most of the movie. Jared Butler's got to pay that they mortgage. They had to refill you know? most of the movie uh, halfway through production. Really? Why? Uh, it was bad. Oh. <laughs> and then they, they really salvaged it, if you ask me. <laughs> But yeah, I was I was I was reading the review. And apparently, it's just mm, it's, yeah, it did well domestically. I figured it would do well domestically. I don't know why. I just thought people it would. were like, I I experienced this one geo store. I'm proud to watch a real. <laughs> okay, so anything. So okay, so I guess I'll make the case for Happy Death Day. So um, it is that main concept, of course, this sort of Groundhog's Day, and we, the character, the main character here, she's a bitch. She's a bad person. She's like she she's really mean. She takes advantage of people. Uh, she obviously thinks she's hot shit, uh, and through this fucking crazy, wacky turn of events, uh, she fucking becomes a better person. Um, but the road there is done, I think it's done very well. I'm trying to think, there's probably a good movie I could give it an analog to. Like, it's not the best thing, but it's one of those 7.5 horror movies Mm -hmm. that, like, just really, like, you just leave out feeling really good. Um, I mean, it's kind of tropey. It feels like an... Like a campy '80s slasher fic, um, but the the pacing and the characters, it's just done so well and genuine. It never feels like they're playing archetypes, even though the the main character totally is. Yeah. Um, and then there's this uh, main guy who he's in the trailers. He's the guy that wakes up next to her. He's like, yeah, ba ba da ba da. Like happy death day, beautiful. And she's like, yeah, that's exactly what he says. Uh, <laughs> and she's, he sort of serves as the person who helps her out throughout the whole thing. Um, and the movie is basically every time she dies, she's trying to figure out who is the person who killed her. Uh, and so there, you would think that's most of the movie, but that really is just in a montage. 
And then the rest of the movie is moments where her character develops and where she learn we learn stuff about her past, um, and how she changes and grows. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of that killing stuff really is only a montage. There's like five or big like death scenes where like there's the introduction where she's all like, "Oh, this is like deja vu. This is crazy." And then where it's just montage, she gets killed. Uh, I take off my clothes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think like what else to say about it, but man, it, I. It's it's just a really surprisingly fun... charming. I yeah I guess so yes. Uh, I I don't know, I walked it I got what I wanted from that trailer. I was like this looks competent. I felt from the trailer like this looks competent and I think it's pretty well done. Um, I think it's a good Halloween night movie or it's too late for that. Yeah yeah too late for that. <laughs> but it's like it's not too serious. It's like easygoing and it's fun and in between you making goofs and jokes, you maybe get a little bit invested in it. Uh, and once the whole reveal of who the bad guy is is like oh that person but but it, it feels very much scrappy do it was scrappy do there we go he was inside rowan atkinson oh, the entire time no. <laughs> uh, but yeah i happy i was really surprised it's probably i'm not gonna lie i'm 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 pulling for this one for for top 10 but that's just because for me personally this year wasn't much so and like like I said before, we even we got into my quote unquote studio. That is my living room with my studio. fucking studio apartment. Look at all the like uh, soundproofing mesh on the walls. Damn, there's none of that. Uh, it is the, about the end of the year, and I think uh, last year I had some ideas. What would be like in the top five? And this one, I I don't really have any idea where we're gonna Me go. Me and Carrie have a full list already. No, really, yeah, I haven't been keeping track. Uh, I'm pulling for that murder on Orient You've been Express. keeping track since like the beginning of the year. Yeah, right? I was just about to. Yeah, we've had these conversations. I, I, I started keeping track when I was on my list. If anything else, this is definitely one of my personal favorites of the year because I didn't have. I always like every year. I hope that we get like a horror movie that I can walk away from. Like that's a good go-to. That I can come back to and I had a great time. Uh, and there were some good horror movies like Get Out. Um, or uh, it ends at night, or yeah, but it's it, right. It is definitely one of those. I would say for sure. Uh, it comes at night is definitely not like an easygoing horror. Yeah, movie. <laughs> that's what I did. Sometimes you want a horror movie that like you could watch again and you feel a little good even yeah. though everyone's dying. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's all I gotta say about Happy Death Day. Uh, I, have, I have 57 movies on my 2017 oh, list so far. Power Rangers, 2K17. Oh man, that's He's, near the bottom. Guys in Stranger Things. <laughs> Anyways, the snowman. So the snowman. The oh no man. What a what a fucking journey, the snowman. What a story, (laughs) the snowman. Because you know we saw these trailers and and the marketing. Like this looks. I don't know. This looks like why? What is this? Who cares? Uh, And then it comes out, and then it becomes a fucking meme. Yeah. And and then the stories of the production start coming out. How it's fucking bananas. (laughs) This is like, uh, fuck, what was that movie by the guy who directed Hard Drive? It was like The Island of Dr. Moreau, uh, which is one of those infamous movies that was just fucking crazy. Like Marlon Brando was on the island just fucking shit. No, it was the director who got booted out of the movie and switched, and he was just in the set fucking like, uh, like breaking shit. And I was like, yo, there's a fucking ghost. This place is fucking haunted. And Marlon Brando's just like fucking like torturing people i don't know it's a whole thing but that's what this reminded me of there's a movie that's like cursed it's like everything is going fucking wrong uh but yes the snowman it had they just forgot to edit in parts of the movie they they, there was a 
I was reading some reviews after I had seen it, and there was this thing going around where people were like, yeah, apparently they just didn't film 10 or 15% of the script, and it's like, oh! <laughs> so, so when you're watching this movie and it makes no sense and it just jumps around, and then you find that out, it's like, oh, so there's just... Parts of this movie yeah. that are actually missing. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's, and not, it's, a, it's not a stylistic yeah. confusion yeah, choice. Yeah. It's like they just left stuff out. And of course, it, it it's also really feels like someone just picked up the. And this seems like a good crime movie because it's a yeah. novel that's popular. It's like the eighth in a series or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, uh, I saw someone say that. And too. Val Kilmer's in it, and he had cancer yeah, at the time. Yeah, he, so he, had... he had a mouth cancer or something. So he could he his lines weren't clear. So instead of, like, recasting him or something, they were like, we're going to keep you in, but we're going to have to, like, crudely ADR all of your yeah. lines. Ugh. So whenever Val Kilmer, Kilmer was on screen, it was just painfully clear that his lines... And Hello, and it's like, it's I am Val really... Kimmer, here to tell you about the snowman <laughs> it's like, killer. It's, it's like, like we were making, we were like laughing about it, and then you find that out, and it's like, oh god, that's yeah. really sad. And on top of that, it's also a bad adaptation. Yeah. Uh, so, Carrie... What really makes me sad about how it's a bad adaptation of what's apparently a good book is that the director of this movie directed one of my favorite movies of all oh, time, yeah. Let the Right One In. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's true. And he has a he, like, and he like, handles winter well. <laughs> Get it? He got fucked well, on this one. To, it was supposed to be someone else first. It was supposed to be Yes, it was. It was Scorsese. Yeah. yeah. It's weird because like, that, that guy doesn't direct a lot of movies. He's not like mm-hmm. one that turns stuff out. He like waits. And I think this was his first movie in like... Six years. I'm back, guys. Ooh, oh, dude, I, uh, I'm back, guys, and I'm gonna finish this one. Oh, but so yeah, when I read that, I was like, oh, oh no. you got fucked on that one. I was like, yeah. now I have to see it though. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, but Carrie, didn't see it, right? what is there to say about the snowman? It's very weird. Right. I wish I had known more about the weird production before I saw it, because I was just sitting there bored most of it, being like. What is happening and why? Right. And this movie uh, about this detective, the detective Harry, Harry Hole, Hole. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, there's a killer. There's yeah. There's a there's a, a, a guy. There's a killer. Does who he kill is, children? No, of... he kills mothers oh, who he right. doesn't mm. see as like fit mothers yeah. or like not be not. Ugh. Well, not, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> not. Uh, giving themselves fully to their family or something like that. And, uh... So it's their like own fault. The, the, the thing is, like, is it, is it is there anything actually interesting apart from the story that it is a disaster? Is it really just a boring thriller I, yeah, mystery? Yeah, honestly. Like, okay. it feels like... Like, the, the story and the way that it plays out feels like, as someone who watches a lot of Criminal Minds, I feel like this could have been done in a Criminal Minds episode, and it would have I mean, been... it's certainly not an original setup no, at all. No, but, yeah, but, like, I don't know. And it is weird, because I didn't know that it was... Not uh, finished. Well, not finished, but also that it was an adaptation of a later book in the series, so you pretty much... Are oh, just yeah. thrown in there, and it's like Michael Fat, like Michael Michael Fassbender's first scene is him waking up in a park, like drunk, and it's like, is he homeless? <laughs> I, it's like I don't understand, and you're just like, you're supposed to just already know that this guy, his life has fallen apart, and there's all these things wrong with him, but they don't ever say it. He's just sad all the time and drinking and not on the police force, but he shows up anyway. And there's this other girl who becomes his partner, kind of, like his police partner. 
and they're investigating the snowman stuff because he gets because the emphasis of all the marketing was the letters. I think right. he which opens, became a meme. He opens one letter in the movie oh. from the guy. Is it, I the, think is it the one they, I gave you all the clues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they show more like Val Kilmer was investigating the same case like ten years earlier or something. So they keep cutting back to him, and he had gotten a letter, and yeah, but. Then there's like this other weird side plot where they're they're in like Oslo in some European country I don't remember sorry but uh, there's this weird subplot where they're uh, c- uh, contenders for the World Cup or something and they want the the big sports event to be there and J.K. Simmons is in charge of that but he's also like masterminding this like sex trade or something like mm. there's this but the, it, it literally is inconsequential to the whole story of the snowman killer like there's just this side thing where they go to this party that jk simmons is hosting and there's this guy who they kind of suspect might be a murderer everything or is dark and, and he mysterious. yeah and he takes a girl there and jk simmons is just really awkward and like uh the guy like takes her uh, the top of her dress down and J.K. Simmons like snaps a picture and then walks away and it's like I, I, I don't understand what's going on and yeah hmm. and it's like when the it's like uh, uh, at any point so, can, at like, any point I don't could know, you I don't, like, like if you were to ask me so how did this movie end I'd be like uh it was it was the mom's boyfriend the whole time yeah. it's like it's, it's like cause it starts off with him like there's a snowman outside that he had made and then his dad but he doesn't know it's his dad comes in and says he's never coming back and then the mom kills herself and then he blames the mom and so then there's like all this shit and he's like a plastic surgeon or something and that's how he finds out about all these terrible moms and then at any point, can you, like, see, like, what this could have been? Or is it just not... Because, like, a lot of these, like, bad adaptations, you can see, like... Um, if you look through, you can, like, see, like, okay, I get what it was supposed to do. Yeah, but something well, was lost on the way that made it into this I mean, it's obviously, it's obviously something that there's so many people rallying around these books and saying that how great they are. And the way it was sold to me, like, that this movie was supposed to be, like, really gruesome or something, or a lot of gross stuff happens in the books and there's some there's some gore in the movie but it's nothing nothing cool. we haven't seen already <laughs> well yeah like and it's all like movies. it's all like cgi and weird and awkward but and yeah and a lot of the edit like i am not a person who notices editing ever really usually and uh there's some weird awkward editing things and like bad cuts and it's just it's just an unfinished movie so it feels yeah. weird saying how bad it is but it's like they weren't i feel like i didn't watch a final project that's, we don't we don't get a lot of unfinished movies yeah we get a lot of unfinished like video games but never yes like, movies. Sure. it's really weird even those are and those are even recently and those are fascinating uh yeah. but it sounds like even from that standpoint snowman's not really fascinating yeah i yeah. I, I i it's it i don't want to sound like a broken record here but it's it's really oh pretty. <laughs> there is a lot of cool nature shots, and there's some pretty cool bridges. But okay. I like the bridges. The bridges movie. are pretty cool. So it sounds like more like the the sort of mythos and joke around it is probably yeah, bigger way, than way more way more interesting to learn how the ways this movie failed than actually okay. like sit down and watch it. Okay. But well, I don't know. 
give have 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 at it if you want. Go okay. for it. If you're morbidly curious, which I yeah. I kind of am, do it. Oh, <laughs> How long is it? Uh, it felt fucking long. Okay, <laughs> then I don't think I care. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. But I mean, that might have been just as we've said before, just sitting in the theater, just being forced to watch it, and it's like. Well, with that, <laughs> back to the spookiness. And by spooky, I mean, I never felt that there was an aura of spookiness around this character and franchise, but Jigsaw. Uh, oh, he's wow. back, baby. Tobin Bell, he's still in this series, even Is though he he's back? been... I mean, Jigsaw the character has been dead since fucking ever. Ten years, he's yeah, been dead. Yeah, he's been fucking dead. <laughs> and somehow, there's a new movie, so mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. A movie that they were literally giving away tickets to. <laughs> uh, were they? Yeah. Yes. Oh. They're giving if, you, if you went to their website, they gave you free tickets to the movie. Oh, I want to see which the box Carrie didn't do. I didn't do. Well, I saw you message me that, and I was like, no, nah, whatever. Ryan's just being a jackass. <laughs> no, because I, I, I generally, <laughs> <click on> it. <laughs> I generally sent you that because you said you wanted to see it. And I'm like, I'm gonna save Carrie some money and be a good friend to my friend. And you're like, what a jackass! I'm gonna pay double just to spite him. I'm gonna buy two seats and really just relax. <laughs> In yeah, my recliner. I don't think we'll see another Jigsaw, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So, Jigsaw, <laughs> so... I uh, like the lore around this movie. It was like, we really wanted to wait till we got a proper script before we made another Jigsaw movie in the fucking eight-part series that is this <laughs> franchise. Right. Which they wrapped up by canceling one of the other movies. I remember they ended it a lot sooner back when they killed it, which I don't even remember. Was it 2010? 11? Not sure. I don't even remember. It was 2012. Carrie... Jigsaw, what is there to say? I'm not going to ask you to tell me what the setup is because I don't know what the fuck happened in Saw 7. Unless, or not even Saw 7. Basically, the, basically the setup is bodies start showing up with P- Jigsaw pieces cut out and everyone's like, it can't be him, can it? And I gave they, you all the clues. They, <laughs> then they find, they find voice files and all this shit and they're like, oh shit, John Kramer's actually back. And... Is John Kramer the one who took over the mantle of Jigsaw? No, John Kramer's uh, Jigsaw's name. Oh, you're right. For some reason, I was like, Tobin Bell, right? <laughs> character actor Tobin Bell really got into it. His Halfway through Tobin the franchise, Bell. he actually started committing Wait, no. saw murders. So you're telling me he's alive? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. They make you... These bastards make you think he's alive. The Church of Jigsaw. Because these everyone knows these movies are nothing without that guy. And, uh... They're really bad. And that's why I said when I said, like, the, the spookiness, because there's no, like, flavor or, like, aura to the Saw movies, apart from the first yeah, three, maybe. Just, they're just, like, they're just it's movies. It's just douchey people getting hurt. Yeah, <laughs> and there's no, like, there's nothing around it. You stole it. from the Walgreens. I'm gonna fucking kill you now. <laughs> you stole that LaCroix. At least the Paranormal Activity movies you had a framework. You know delicious flavor, for flavor in several delicious... Right. Such as Passion View. <laughs> right, Lance. Really? You uh, spent your life <laughs> stealing LaCroix. <laughs> now we're going to fill this barrel with LaCroix. So is there anything here, Carrie? <laughs> um, I don't know. It's kind of fun to laugh at, but uh, some of the traps are kind of fun, but... Is Amanda... No, Amanda died in three. Yeah, yeah. Amanda's, Amanda's long gone. Yeah. Uh... No? I... I wanted to like it more, but it's it's not as, I feel like it's not as like wacky and stupid as like the Saw six and seven, 
which those were ridiculous if i am remembering clearly it's all haze but uh this this one it was it was fun but the the twist was just stupid and it's a twist that they've used before kind you know of what? I, spoil it right now i don't spoil give a fuck it. okay so the entire time he's in the bathtub you're tub. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the entire time you're following this, like, coroner, well, not coroner, like, these two people who work at the, the, the evidence place, yeah. and, uh, it's this guy and this girl, uh-huh. and you keep seeing the, the jigsaw games happening, like, the one from the trailer where they have buckets on their heads, and they oh, have Oh, yeah, is this the... happening, like, in the past, and the game already happened, or... Do you, it, it tries to make you think... Because it'll be like, here's the game, and then the Them. police will find the body. Okay. And then it's like, it's another not. game, another body. Anyways, continue. And so, uh, like, the, there's the, the bucket one, there's a, there's a, a needle one, there's Classic. a... Uh, Classic bear trap is back, right? <sighs> no. Oh, I saw it, I saw it, I saw it in the trailer, though. Wait, what bear trap? The reverse bear trap thing where it smashes on their head. Yeah. Oh, well, it's there. They don't use it. Oh, okay. Uh... What a but, cop out piece of <laughs> shit. I've been waiting five but, uh, years. Those franchises I don't watch. Let Carrie spoil the movie. They use the, they actually use that thing in like six or seven, I don't remember. Huh. But uh not in this one. But uh so uh they you find out they keep the, Okay, anyway, so they keep finding the bodies and the there's this guy and this girl who are processing the evidence and they start the cops start suspecting this girl and so does the guy cuz she's kind of she's kind of quirky and weird and uh she's like into jigsaw like they look at her uh computer history and she's like been looking at jigsaw forums and stuff and they're like <sighs> but so uh then eventually they come to the conclusion that it's this cop this head cop guy who has orchestrated this whole thing because they find like jigsaw flesh pieces in his freezer and uh he's uh, all of the all of the bodies that are turning up are from uh uh cases that he'd been involved with and so the entire time it'll the people are progressing through this farmhouse basically and there's all these different things and they keep getting picked off uh one by one each each room they lose someone and uh then, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, like, fully embody this twist when it comes out. Basically, the twist is that, because uh, <clears throat> you go to this, this girl has a studio, and she's got all these jigsaw traps and all these, all these stuff from other movies that she has collected, because that's her hobby. And then there's these, there's this big blender-looking thing. It's like a big spiral tube. And uh, this guy, the guy's like well, what's this about? And she's like, oh, I actually built that myself. I found plans from from these games from a long time ago. So games that took place before Saw 1, basically. And so then you are go- the people go into the last room and you see that machine and you're like, oh. Like, at first I was like, because they never found any bodies uh, that would go with that, like the injuries would be concurrent with that machine. And so then, then Jigsaw, the last two people are in this room and they're chained up and, uh, it's 
guy walks in with the hood up and then hood goes down and it's Tobin Bell and you're like, oh my god, he's fucking alive. And then uh, he does this whole setup thing where he's like, here's the key to your escape. And he loads one bullet into a gun and sets it there. And the there's a, a girl and a guy. The girl... There's some ridiculous shit, but the girl was Jigsaw's neighbor at one point, and she lied about her her kid being. She set her she framed her husband for killing her son, basically. And then there's this other guy who's just been an asshole the entire time, and he uh, uh, lied about how, this car accident that caused his friends to die when it was his fault, but it he said that it was his friend's fault, and uh, so then he's like, "This is the key to your escape." And that, the guy doesn't have a leg at this point. He lost his leg earlier. And, uh, the girl's like, I have to kill you. And then she, she uh, he's, Jigsaw had said, you've been going about this the wrong way. So when she shoots him, the bullet actually backfires and shoots her. And then he gets the keys out and, of the bullet. Cause Jigsaw was like, here's the key to your escape. Right. When he puts the, so, so you're like, oh wow. And then, uh, the cop had been encroaching on this with the coroner guy and girl. And she got lost at some point. So it was you go back and you're in that same room and it's the cop, the cop that there, that is, has been doing all this or so you think and the coroner guy. And then you find out that the coroner guy was actually working with Jigsaw the whole time. So it's another twist where it's like, actually this guy's been working with Jigsaw cause he was in the original games and then you find out the games that you've been seeing were actually the ones that happened 10 years ago before any of the movies and then this guy had been recreating them off screen so the bodies that you see coming into the cops are not the bodies from the original thing he recreated the whole thing and uh to with uh people that are from cases that this cop guy had been involved with to frame him to make it all look like he did it and it's 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 just like like i'm probably not explaining it well enough but it's it's the same thing it's like the twist is actually these aren't happening now but they are happening now it's just like these aren't the bodies you thought they were. These are actually new bodies, and this stuff happened ten years ago, before Jigsaw, even before Saw 1, and it's like... <sighs> okay, why is it so convoluted? It's very convoluted. And, and I watched a review that was like, so you're trying to... And the cop, the cop that he was trying to frame, the coroner guy, because the coroner guy was a nurse, and he... Uh, earlier in the movie, Jigsaw alluded to uh, there was a mistake made with his x-rays and this guy right. put the wrong name on the wrong x-ray. Otherwise, his cancer would have been found sooner. And then you find out that that guy was in the original games because Jigsaw put him in there because he fucked up his he x-rays. Up his X-ray. And then Jigsaw was like, oh, well, I'm not going to kill you over a, over a simple mistake like that. I'm a very high, highly moral person, me, Jigsaw. I don't kill people, remind you. But so he, it's, it's just another, another twist where it's like, actually, this person was taken under Jigsaw's wing the whole time and he's been orchestrating this. But it's very... Okay. It's it's a lot of setup for not. This seems a like a thing. Twist. Yeah. Um. And, and also, he's trying to frame this cop guy, 
and he's in this trap at the end with this laser thing that fillets the cop's head, and it's like, won't it be a little weird when, when the guy you've been trying to frame for all these murders ends up dead? It's like, so... It's interesting. Do they think that... Do the people who made Jigsaw think there's still a high... That there is a... A reverence for Saw. Because I feel like the, 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 the people like horror. Like, there's Hellraiser, there's Jason. I don't think people actually really have a... I think there's people who do. Really? Mm-hmm. I've seen okay. lots of people being like, this sucks, but I love these movies so much. So it's like, I mean, I, I support mm. that. That's It's fine. just like, like I said earlier, before we started the discussion, I just have no, like, there's no mystique around yeah. the Saw movies for me whatsoever. It's, it's not as wacky fun as some of the other ones and it's not actually good like the first one so i don't think any of it them sounds like good. this is this plan maybe I, I assume they wanted to make this like we're gonna keep making these i think this plan might be dead in the water i don't yeah know. i don't think well i mean especially since it didn't make any money that would have been the thing they would have kept on making them but yeah maybe not giving away tickets would have been <laughs> money and they did the same thing for the power rangers movie they just tried giving those those away it's interesting, though, because Lionsgate sort of exists now as a giant entity because of the Saw movies. I think that's the most interesting thing about the Saw movies to me. Um, but, yeah. Speaking of people of iconic film fucking... Oh, boy. Uh, let's talk about Curse of... Or Cult of Chucky. Curse Cult was the Chucky. old one, the one before yeah. this one, right? That, that came out in 2013, I believe. Yeah, and people told me that one was good. It is good. It's very... It, that that movie, Curse of Chucky, is basically uh, several years later. Uh, there's this family that lives in this house, middle of nowhere ish, and then this Chucky doll uh, is delivered there, and it kind of like replays a lot of steps from the uh, from the first Child's Play movie. Where it's like, is this doll alive? And like, oh, we all okay. obviously know that doll's alive right. because we we've seen the movie. And then he turns out the doll is alive. And if you're like me, I'm like, I just wish I the doll wasn't actually alive. Actually, and it would be more interesting if the girl was crazy. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and in that movie, well, another thing about that movie, Curse of Chucky, is what makes it interesting is the the, the lead, the new lead character is this woman, uh, psychology uh, student uh, who is wheelchair bound, and her struggle with Chucky is made a lot more interesting because of her oh, perspectives okay. on life and her dealing with her disability. And is this main character in this one as well? Yes, she's the new main character. She's the main character again. She is uh, put in a a sane asylum because people believe that she you know killed all of her family in this house four years ago and she's blaming this doll and obvious people like oh you're crazy (laughs) uh and she's in this insane asylum that's very just very weird it's it's a bit this movie all together is like very weird and like and they're like ryan these movies are about talking dolls (laughs) it's like even for this franchise this is weird (laughs) so the whole plot is she's in this insane asylum uh there's a and then she's trying to deal with her, like, you know, she has this, like, weird PTSD about Chucky dolls. Obviously, you saw a giant, like, killer one. And then one gets uh, given to her as, like, we're going to use this Chucky doll that I found on the internet to help you with your rehabilitation. What is with movies and plot lines doing that? What I, well, I don't know what the thing I saw recently was, like, hey, this fucking traumatic thing happened in this house or whatever. Oh, wait, it was Psycho 2. It was Psycho 2. I was I saw Psycho 2 where they're like, Norman Bates, just go back to the house. It's fine. <laughs> Here, girl, have Chucky again. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. But then e- even more layers to that, a weird Chucky doll is just flat out delivered to the insane asylum again. People are like, oh, it's another one. 
and like you know some Chucky stuff is going on and like some it's a Chucky little weird so it's like <laughs> which one of the dolls is alive are they both alive what the hell's going on here because clearly we see stuff happening there's a whole sequence where she tries to kill herself and then she wakes up and she has these weird stitches on her arm and there's like fucking fingerprints in like the pool of blood that is she the left. call coming from inside the house <laughs> hell yeah okay and then the, and then like in the thing is like you, you can't die without me killing i'm chucky blah <laughs> pretty much that she's like oh there's the one of the dolls are evil and 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 a lot of the people in the asylum are crazy but like it feels so like you're making fun of people with disabilities. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, is someone in the asylum a Chucky person? Like, what's the title? I'm, from the title, I'm trying to figure out is there so, is there a group of people? Do you want me to spoil? I guess the not. Movie? I'm kind of interested in it. But to the point, Ryan. But another thing that I remembered okay. is there's a post credit scene in Curse of Chucky. Actually, there's two post credit scenes because you know Marvel. In like a mid credit sure. scene, <laughs> in a mid credit scene, Chucky uh, kills this woman and puts his spirit inside the body of a seven year old girl. Like he successfully does that. Oh, okay. But then after that, after the rest of the credits, um, Andy from the original movie, grown up, it's the same actor. Uh, he like gets a thing in the mail, and it's the Chucky doll. And he's like, "I'm back for it, Andy," and he just fucking shoots him in the head, and he's like. Playtime's over, bitch. I think that's what he says. <laughs> and like, that's a very, that's a very fun like thing because it's like there has been. A Wait, so there's two Chucky's then? That's the plot of the movie. Oh, okay. Do you care if I spoil it? Because it's kind of interesting. And uh, the movie, like, in my opinion, this movie's you have to be like real, really into the child's play films to like really like um, care about it. No, I'm good. You're good. I'm good. But that is interesting though, that because. These movies aren't made by, like, just people... As far as I understand, these people just aren't made by, like, a studio. These are made by a group of people who are really passionate no, about Chucky. No, it's pretty much the guy who made Chucky And they got the license from Universal. He has, he has it now, and he basically just makes these movies as, like, his passion. Because he okay. cares about the character. And I admire that a lot. It's just... And, like, these these movies have a lot of fan service for that. But also, the Child's Play franchise... Like... There's a very weird like group of people who are like, this is it. Yeah, that's true. Because like in the time, <laughs> it was like Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, and then Child's Play was just kind of in the corner there. I mean, I always enjoyed them as a kid, but I was terrified of dolls. That's what. Me like, too. Got and then I rewatched them, and I was like, these movies are just really cheesy. I think the first two hold up. I think the first well. movie, the first one's really good. Yeah. Uh, and then I think the whole series goes off the rails as soon as they call, they put Chucky in the title. Yeah, write a Chucky and then seat of Chucky. They kind of retconned a lot of, ch- of seat of Chucky. When I remember they, they just made him like a South Park character who's like really horny and like. The one weird part is in both Curse and Colt, um, Je- as you know, in seat of Chucky, uh, Jennifer, the Jennifer Tilly doll, puts her spirit in actress Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> Because in Bride of Chucky, uh, Chucky has this girlfriend who's played yeah, by I remember Jennifer this, Tilly. Yeah. And then she's put in a doll that looks exactly like Jennifer Tilly. But then in Seed of Chucky, she meets actor Jennifer Tilly and puts her soul at Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> and then like in this world, Jennifer Tilly exists and is still an actor. <laughs> but is also like this like psychopath yeah. who looks and sounds just like her. It's weird. And in both Cult of Chucky and Curse of Chucky, she's back. And she's just, like, a side character who's, like, doing things. Like, she's the one who, like, mailed a Chucky doll to um, oh. the asylum. And she kills a guy in 
Cur- Cur- Curse of Chucky. I can't remember exactly why. The no no talk of like their kid that they had for mm-hmm. some reason. But yeah, uh, the without spoiling the uh, the big plot turning thing, uh, it's interesting. Although it's kind of like okay, like there it is, and then it's like okay, that kind of is weird, and then it just kind of like moves on from there. Uh, and yeah, I don't. I, there was a lot of great reviews on this, and I'm yeah, people on, really like it. And I'm honestly having a hard time understanding that because it feels very. It's a very B movie and like the not fun ways okay. for me. To be fair, Chucky has kind of always been a B movie. That's true. The first one is a little bit more serious, I think. But yeah, like a lot of the main death scenes are like gory for the sake of like gory, even though like the logistics of it are like nonsense. Like, he blasts open a ceiling roof and glass comes falling down. And instead of, like, just being cut up, this woman, like, gets slaughtered into pieces everywhere. Like, pieces of her just go fucking everywhere. <laughs> and then also the stuff with how they handle, like, the people. Like, Curse of Chucky, I felt like, did a good job, like, dealing with this woman's physical disability of the wheelchair. Like, as well as, like, a movie about a killer doll could. But this movie, they really just, like, mm, you're really just making fun of people with, uh mental disabilities because like one of the one of the women in there like she lost her child and she's like and she thinks this one of the chucky dolls is like her kid mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's, it's lazy yeah and it's yeah and then there's another person with multiple personality disorder and it does that even worse than split did mm. <laughs> yeah. Split, man everyone keeps bringing that up as one of the like the best movies of the year i'm no. like oh so yeah it, i mean it's for free on netflix so. yeah like it launched on netflix before it came out on physical right yeah yeah although if you want to see the other post-credit scene you, you gotta get the physical you, you gotta get the physical even though i saw it online it's i had to like google it because i didn't get it oh. it was the babysitter from the second movie I vaguely remember. Is that the one where he goes to camp? One of them no, the goes to camp. The third movie is when he okay, goes to camp. Okay. The second movie is his mom is in asylum and he like is in this foster oh, family. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, Chucky, he's back. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been pretty fond of Chucky. Like you said, he, for me, he's kind of like. Eh, I like... still like like the first two movies. They're not great. No. But, like they're. Ch- they're charming in a way. I still think Child's Play, the concept of the of the doll maybe not being haunted is a lot cooler and it scarier is. than, yeah. It, it kind of it like ruins itself by having the, the introductory scene of that yeah. movie being him put his soul in the doll. Like, maybe if it's, they read, she like yeah. saw that on the news and like, he was like, yeah. apparently he did this thing. I was like, oh, that's weird. I yeah. got this doll from this crazy guy behind the supermarket. Ain't that fun? <laughs> yeah, Child's Play really feels like a thing that maybe shouldn't have been a big deal at any point. It feels it, like... I don't know. The guy's clearly passionate about it. And no, no, I'm saying like, most, yeah. Yeah. But it feels like... Because we watch that movie, it feels like a very cheap thing that they just think they're just going to put out. I don't think anyone had any idea that they're going to make like a fucking... This is sort of a pop culture yeah. thing. But anyways... The doll walks around pretty good. The CJ of the doll good. is good. Speaking of horror icons, I guess, oh. that I don't give a fuck about, and they still... <laughs> speaking of movies that you speaking can watch of for free. bits, this fucking <laughs> bit, we can finally lay this one to fucking rest. Probably the longest running bit next to Rings from this podcast. <laughs> the Amityville Awakening finally fucking came out. Kind of. Uh, it was given away for free it was on given Google for free. Plus for the month of October, uh... I believe you can't get it for free anymore. No, you so can't. The window Suckers. is. Yeah, I got, I got it early. 
Carrie, we both watched this. I watched this yeah. movie when I was um, recovering from uh, a, a medical uh, issue I had, and I was not in a very. Was, yeah, I was, was not some, in a very. There was some 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 things. I, I was I was live texting Carrie yeah, my reactions, and I was very much. I, like, I, was very I much, wonder if I can find that. I was very much on drugs still when I was watching that movie. I was much more sober while I watched it again with Carrie later, but man, it did not hold up. Yesterday. So basically, the plot of the movie. Oh god. Twenty fourteen, the year it was filmed. Basically, uh, this family moves into uh, this house, this creepy old house. Uh, Bella Thorne, uh, high school student. Yeah, she's goth. She's been through some stuff. We'll get into that later. This, this is the thing, like, before I start, the, the problem with remaking, even attempting an Amityville movie, we always talk about here in this podcast, like, movies that were, like, sent, like they were, like, the bedrock that other movies were made from. And, like, the Amityville is, like, the most, like, fucking basic fucking setup for a horror movie. And so remaking it is just, like, a fool's errand. Like, how are you going to make it interesting? Go on. So. They're in the house. Bella Thorne. She has a twin brother who is in this vegetative state, and they're moving into this home to be closer to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Sounds a lot like other movies, doesn't (laughs) it? (laughs) Anyways, then some spooky stuff starts happening. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds. And by spooky (laughs) stuff, I mean just like, you know, some windows are open and people have some weird dreams. And also there was a horrible murder committed in this house, and the mother did not mention it to anyone. Uh My favorite part is how the she house was cheap. When you gonna tell me more? My favorite part, and I've told Chris many times, <laughs> is how Bellathorn discovers about this house. Uh, she goes to school, and all the kids are like, "Oh, they're like, oh, look at her! I'm drawing a penis on her locker, or whatever." <laughs> she's, whatever. She's got on dark lipstick. What a weirdo! But like, she she goes to class and, like this is the new girl, and like this one fucking douchebag uh, like, <laughs> like I like women kind of men like I respect them you know what I mean oh, yeah, I got that's it. what I'm all about <laughs> why don't women like the me? women respecter has yeah. logged on <laughs> <laughs> he's like you know they're not they're not making fun of you they're just your house and she's like ugh stalker much like no we all know about your house and she's like okay <laughs> and then she's like fucking like whatever's it and then like later like more weird stuff happens in the house like the dog is like barking at weird things and like she's having weird nightmares. Jesus Christ. So she Googles the house at school and is like, there was a murder in this house? And then the same like, I love respected women guy shows up and he's like, it's the Amityville house. Don't you know? And he pops out the DVD of the Amityville horror out and is like, you need to do your research on what happened in your house. So not only do we live in the universe where this happened, but we live in the universe where this happened and the fucking movie got made about it. Which is another problem because Bella Thorne is like this gothic... Like, she has no idea. She has no idea. She has all these posters in her room, which were like set up before she even like went into her room, of like... Like just dark stuff, so you would like imagine. You would assume, assume that she would have. Got some like sort the of... Bagul and cycle. How to summon a Bagul? <laughs> this was before Bagul, probably. <laughs> well, and, and it's like weird because like she doesn't like get it. She she'd never seen 
a horror movie before. I don't know. Maybe that's just... I Because, like, when she was like, I've never heard of that movie. I was like, but she's, like, gothy. Don't gothy people like horror movies? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand her character. And then the callback to the funny joke of him, you know, he just has the Amityville Horror mm. DVD in his backpack <laughs> at all times, I guess. Is it the remake or the original? It's the original. Well, George. We'll get to it. <laughs> uh, later, him and his female friend, he's like, this is my girlfriend. And she's like, no way, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we need to watch the Amityville Horror in the Amityville house at, at 315. Because that's the time when he killed everyone. She's like, okay, you guys. So they break into their own house. It's like, I've never been in the house before. I can't believe I'm watching the Amityville Horror in the Amityville house. It's like, <laughs> bitch, you could say that about literally any movie. You know what, George? I've never watched The Shawshank Redemption in your apartment. When am I ever going to get the opportunity to do that? You know what I mean, George? It's crazy. So they sit down and they're watching the movie and he's like, I got the Amityville Horror. Uh, I got the I got the Amityville Horror 2, but it's technically a prequel. I don't know if you guys are into that. And then I, of course, got uh, the 2005 remake. And the girls are like, ah. like remake. suck. No, not oh, the remake. remake. So shut up. He's like, Amber, yeah, you're such a piece of shit this is. So they're watching. So, so you know, they watch Amityville Horror in the Amityville Horror House. Oh my god, George. <laughs> Literally, the only thing they could have done is give this movie away. <laughs> like, nothing about it is, like, good or interesting. And I'm just saying, like, the jokes of it. Like, and, like, the plot is, like, we've seen the plot before. Like, the brother's in a vegetative state, and he's suddenly, like, getting better. And the mom is like, oh, it's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you don't think it's a little weird? And she's like, you slap my daughter in the face. You don't get it. This is your fault. <laughs> And then, like, the brother eventually gets, like, weirdly better, and he's, like, talking to her. He's like, help me. You gotta kill me. There's a bagul in me. And she's like, I don't want to do it. I can't kill you. Kill me. 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 <laughs> and there's a, there's a funny scene where he's talking to the ghost, so he's typing in his weird computer. Get out. 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 And it's well, like, it's, oh, man. <laughs> that's a lot of effort to type that with your eyeballs. You know that, kid? And then, you know, it possesses him, and he's the weird ghoul man. He's like, I'm the ghoul. Bleh, the CGI is terrible. And then he kills it, and they get away, and it's like, Bleh, and the movie's terrible. There's nothing good about it. There's nothing. There's no good detail. Bella Thorne spends half the movie in her underwear. It's weird. I don't get it. There's, no, there's nothing here. Mm. There's nothing. But it is available for free. <laughs> or at least it was. It was, but let's be honest here. Like I said, there's Everyone no... picked up on this deal when it was There available. is nothing, there is no spark, there is nothing... If you try to start a fire with the Amityville horror ingredients, you'd get nothing. Like, it's been done to death. What are you gonna do? Like, like the only thing you could do is, like, a parody. Like, it, the... It, it, this movie is almost a parody. Almost they, make, they make fun of, like, the... They show up the movies. But then they still play it straight. Right? Yeah. yeah, and it's also like the guy who's like into the Amityville horror. It's like, what horror fan is like, this is my franchise. <laughs> like, we all have like franchises we care about, but it's like, who who the hell is like Amityville? That is 
Sweeps the series. I know everything about it. <laughs> and something about the Amityville horror that's like also upset. It upsets me because it's not that far fetched. It's just a guy just killed his fucking family yeah. in the house. Like ooh, that's spooky. It. Like okay, let's. A kinda... demon told him to do it. Ugh, yeah, yeah, it's like oh, that's not fun. A demon tells me to cry in the shower every day. It's called my personality. Get over it, oh. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh... And it's I don't know, man. There's... Well. There's nothing going on in this movie. And, like, I'm really curious still because, like, I'm watching this and I don't get why it was delayed <laughs> yeah, so much. Yeah, what took four years? <laughs> was it the, the fly scene? Did they have to yes. animate all, all those All the flies? maggots. <laughs> all the maggots. Which is also, like, why didn't he tell the family about the... Like, <laughs> you've seen, we've seen that scene before. Like, he lifts up the vegetative brother and's like, there's a bunch of maggots and flies. He's like, whoa. And then all the flies zoom into his mouth and he's like, whoa. And then he just leaves. I'll be like, hey, <laughs> you should probably get his back cleaned up because there's literally like dead <laughs> stuff on it. I know he's pretty much dead already, but you know, for your sanity, well, maybe. I think that was supposed to be a demonic vision that the doctor was having. Mm. I don't think the maggots were actually there, Ryan. So it sounds like Bella Thorne's Twitter account's more enjoyable than this uh I guess so. Bella Thorne really killing it. Like She's in the she, babysitter? Does anyone know anything about yeah, this film? I, this? I, well, I saw it on Netflix and I saw her because she, she's in oh, the right, it picture. Is on Netflix. You're right. She's in the picture that is like the like when you're scrolling the picture that you see, and I was like, why do we insist on putting Bella Thorne in things? Leave she her has out. A, she has a huge following on Snapchat. Yeah, I'm told. <laughs> I don't follow her because I don't. I don't care. The movie's bad. Well, I'm glad we were able to finally we put... Finally, we finally put an end to this chapter <laughs> of our lives. Me, say goodbye to the ghosts. Be ready to hear more about Amityville on our top ten list. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be charging through. Anyways, well, that was October. Um, a lot of uh, weird shit that just kind of existed there. Um, November, you would think... Well, actually... Usually it's uh, after the summer, there's sort of a lull, and it's usually December is a lot of, and November is Academy Award winning stuff, and then Christmas movies. So it's hard to like really know like what's like yeah. what's good out it's there. Not, it's also, it's hard to know what you're expect unless you're like keeping your eye on like what's coming on. Sometimes it's a big uh, holiday season for movies, and sometimes it's just some, some small stuff. Um, Thor Ragnarok is one of the big movies coming in November. Did you guys see it? Ryan, you saw yeah, it, right? I did see it. We yeah, won't talk not. about it this episode. But I'll say what I was like, what I would hope Thor Ragnarok would give me, and is it just anything? Because I have no feeling for Marvel movies, <laughs> so uh, no Kenneth Branagh. So look, I'll just tell you, you can really tell that Taika Waititi uh, really like put yeah. forth an effort and like tried to make something that felt like like the James Gunn does a good job and like like bring out a lot more of like the fun comic book elements in like the Guardian series, you know? But I feel like Taito Wakiti does a lot better with that. Like you can really tell like the fun aspects of it and it feels it feels like such a like standalone like adventure that's like okay. enjoyable. Yeah, I really liked it. Okay. So, okay. So I, I guess we'll get into that. Yeah. Then. Um that must be the I heard that director is very attractive. That's all I know about that guy, and that he's he's talented, uh, but also he's very attractive because I mean, his pictures. Didn't he have his pictures and stuff? Yeah, I did. Because I was like looking at this guy, I was like a lot of people like he had some GQ spread that people were freaking the fuck out. About. <laughs> Anyways, 
Uh, a movie that carries... Actually, I'm looking forward to this as well. Yeah. Next week. I wish I was watching this instead of Thor next week. Because uh, I, I have to watch Thor next week. Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. Uh, what if this movie's not good, Carrie? I'm going to be sad. I feel like it's not going to be yeah, good. Like, I was telling Ryan this the other day. I'm like, it, it be might bad, be good, man. but it might not live up to our Clue expectations. Oh, my God. I love Clue so much. Yeah, so... Uh, you kill some time, Carrie. How excited you are! So I can quote the star-studded cast. <laughs> the stars. The, the, the night sky is black and empty because all the stars are in <laughs> Murder on the Orient Express. On this train. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dude. Well, first there's a murder stop, on train. Kenneth Branagh. That man is ridiculous, and yeah. I love him. And I. That's re- why. That's why. Honestly, this movie might be good because he like. He like cares about stuff. Yeah, you know? he he does. <laughs> he cares about stuff. That's true. He's a very passionate man in, in all aspects of his life. And I life. feel like if you're making this movie, you have to, like, care about it. Yeah. It doesn't feel like something like the studio went to him, like, we want you to do this movie, like they did with Thor <laughs> or Cinderella. Yeah. I feel like this was like, you know what, I would like to do this, because yeah. I like this book or like, the other films. He was like, excuse me, I, I am Agatha Christie's biggest fan. I want you to put me well, on that train. Kenneth Branagh has had a very literary movie career, because right. he did he did, he did, did uh, Frankenstein and Mac- Hamlet. Yeah, Hamlet. I was going to say Macbeth, but no, that's Hamlet. I don't think he did Macbeth. But, uh, but yeah, so now we've moved on to, to Agatha Christie novels. Right. And I read, I read this book, and I really liked it. It was enjoyable. But the, there's a weird disconnect for me with the book. Because the book seemed... Maybe I just wasn't reading it correctly. But the book seemed rather kind of... It was intricate, but it was also kind of subtle. And then when you watch the trailers, it's like, Imagine Dragons! The train's gonna crash! Yeah, Everything's on fire! Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like, the, uh... Like, that's because they have the, the marketing is really, really Yeah, it's bad. really weird. But... Well, I fucking love that trailer where it's going through the car and all the names are popping oh, up. Oh, yeah, that people. one's really And the Imagine Dragons. Well, the Imagine Dragons is still weird. I don't know who chose that, but... That song I'm, is hot right I'm now. so excited for this Every movie. 18th song on the radio is, <laughs> is that... Imagine, is that Imagine, Imagine Dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's an interesting story, yep. and I enjoyed the book, and I am just ready... William Defoe, Daisy Ridley, Judy Dench, Penelope Cruz, Michelle Pfeiffer, Josh Gad. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah he is. Uh, oh, Johnny Depp. Oh yeah, he is in it, right? For yeah. some reason, I got less excited because now the reality of it maybe not being that good. So I, then... I still have hopes. Okay. Well, I'm still really excited for it, but no, I me just, too. I'm trying to be realistic. Look, I think after you watch Amityville: The Awakening, <laughs> your hopes for every other movie go up like a rocket. Okay, it has to be at least interesting. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting at least. I mean, and it's a murder mystery and on even, a train, even if with it's... no snowmen. No, <laughs> even if it's bad, we'll get Kenneth Branagh acting with his mustache. Yeah, that's. Oh, I want <laughs> Anyways, a bad mom's Christmas. No. <laughs> Next. Uh, Mila, does Mila Kunis not want to act? Because she only does. She's only done Bad Mom's Christmas, and she does that advertisement for the whiskey that I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh yeah. I know uh, but I like Mila Kunis. But Mila Kunis yeah. Is fine. I love Family Guy. Oh goddamn it! Yeah, that's true. Um. Anyways, Daddy's home too. <laughs> What's with yeah. all these sequels, too? All, there's mommies and daddies, everything. Ah, Everyone gets. Fuck me. If you're a God fan damn. of moms, dads, trains, this is the month <laughs> for you. Yes. 
Yeah! Remember Office Christmas yeah. Party? Yeah, I Man, do. We really had nothing else to watch that day, did we? God. Jesus that Christ. Was dumb. That was a very good cast. That's really unfortunate. Yeah. I feel like we're going to be saying that about <laughs> Murder on the Orient. Yeah. Would you be Daddy's uh, Home too? <laughs> yeah, Mel Gibson, finally. Uh, John Cena's in it, too. Oh, yeah. This isn't com- doesn't come out in November, but I put it on here because I think it's showing now. Uh, the Florida Project near us. Uh, William Defoe, director, uh, and has a director of Tangerine. Did any of you folks see Tangerine? Nope. Nope. Uh, that was a all right movie. Is it, it was, the iPhone one? Or is that that's the different? iPhone one. Oh, okay. That's the iPhone one with the uh, transgender prostitutes, and it's it's, it's it was an interesting movie. It was, the colors, uh, the colors, and the sort of grittiness of it was mm-hmm. really good. Uh, I think maybe it's because it was captured an iPhone that maybe <laughs> that sort of comes through, but it's interesting. Uh, it's also weird to see William Defoe like in this like he's like this moving, lovable character. Like everyone says, like oh, William Defoe is such a moving performance in this film. I was like, I like uh, William Defoe a lot, but I guess yeah. I haven't really had that sort Ever of praise. Yes, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a thing. Uh, the thing, the killing of a sacred deer is a film you're really excited for, Carrie. Yeah. Uh, director, what's the director of this? Uh, Lobster. Lobster. Yes, but what was his name though? Lobster. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. We talked about this last episode because I thought it was gonna come out this right. month. Right, but it's but at least showing it in our area. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. it's yeah. Uh, need to get on that. I know. I'm, I'm too really scared excited. though. Because what if I'm it so sucks? <laughs> I'm so scared of deer. Uh, the lobsters are showing that for free near uh, oh. the Alamo. I like that movie so much. I've seen the trailer because I I saw the trailer after you mentioned it in the last podcast yeah. when we watched we went to go the Alamo. I forgot what we saw. And they showed the trailer and I was like, "This looks cool. Uh, this looks really cool." But also, I really, really did not like the lobster. <laughs> really did not but like. See, it. I loved the lobster. I know. But as someone who maybe wants to watch this movie, the idea of, it was like when we watched the ghost story and it just started and. As the, soon as it started. Yeah, it starts and you're like, oh no, <laughs> I gotta fucking into. go right now, actually. <laughs> it was like a minute five of just watching the fucking dead whoever, what the fuck his face was. Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. Uh, I was gonna say Peter Ben Affleck. from the Muppets. I love a ghost story, Speaking too. of A24, uh, their films, some that some of us, I just remembered, uh, Lady Bird. Oh, oh yeah. yes! I know nothing about this. I've only heard good things about yes. it. It looks like indie Edge of Seventeen. Yes! <laughs> and I love that. Oh. Edge so, of Seventeen, yeah, remember that? That, that comes out in November as well. It's uh, got, it's got, area. it's got Susie Salmon in it. I don't know who that is. Uh, well, that's not her name. That's her uh, character in The Lovely Bones. Oh, okay. I don't know any of these folks. Was that Ansel Elgort? No! Oh, that looked like him. <laughs> I was lo- I, to, for the clarification oh. for the audio podcast, I was showing them a little... Am I going to have to I fight can... against Baby Driver on the top ten? Uh, it's in my top ten. Oh, it's not man. mine. Well, we'll have these conversations Why eventually. Why are you guys hating on Baby Driver? Ah, it's so. Mm, have you guys watched? It? Have you guys watched it a second time yet? No. I saw it a second time in a theater. I, I swear, I, yeah, I saw it a second time in a theater. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it, seen it the second time yet. I, I still don't like it. I think it was better when it's fourteen on my list, Carrie. What How the about fuck? that? I think it's like six on. Anyways, my list. Ryan, tell me about Wonder. I like the poster. That's all I know about it. Is the poster Wonder looks cool. is about um a uh, hmm. child with um. He's had a lot of surgeries from like uh, a face deformity. Okay. Um, 
And is that why he wears the astronaut hat in that yeah, poster? Yeah, and the whole point, and the the point of the movie is just him dealing with his uh, this physical disability that he has and his um, unu- let's say unusual um, physical deformity, uh, dealing with children and like uh, harassment and like feeling out of place and out of touch in the world. And it's supposed to be a fun, happy, hopeful movie about uh, being yourself and loving yourself. Yeah. And Owen Wilson is his dad, mm. and I feel like that takes away all the hard. Work. And they got Jacob Tremblay for this, like the Room Kid. I don't think so. It is the Room Kid. It is, which I... is weird. It's a movie about a kid who's like, yeah, and we got the guy, the kid. Oh, that would make sense if, if yeah. it was the, ro- the well, Room Kid. You mean Room? The Room is. The oh, sorry, I was I wasn't saying the Room as in the titular Room, right? You're thinking of Room with uh, Brie Larson. With Brie Larson, yes. yes. Not The Room, no. The Room, that movie is very old now. Yeah, I was like, I don't know why you thought, yeah, they got the kid from The Room. (laughs) back and he's playing a kid again. Uh, (laughs) Owen Wilson is my dad. (laughs) uh, But it just seems like a sort of a nice movie. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I feel like it's just going to be very, like, lackluster. Oh, okay. Just because, like, it's trying to hit these beats, and I feel like it will just, like, barely it's hit It's Owen them. Wilson and Julia Roberts, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't know about mm. that. I don't know about that. Anyways. Oh, fuck me. Justice League. Oh. God fucking damn it. <laughs> I am so fucking exhausted. Let me die. <laughs> just stop. Please. Like, oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. Be around the social and, like, the environment that is, like, entertainment, news, and all this stuff where we have to discuss DC movies. I just, I can't, just stop talking about Batman vs. Superman. Just stop talking about Man of Steel. I can't, it's not worth your time. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, someone say something about Justice League before I just keep rambling on. Jason oh. Momoa. Oh. Shit. Yeah, Jason Momoa's good. He's good. I like him. I'll watch his parts of the movie. He's going to come out of that water. He's going to be all wet, and his hair's going to be Apparently, all over the place. Apparently, oh, the, oh the movie's God. not going to be stupidly long like Batman v Superman. It's, it's true. It's like an it, average movie length. It's actually, I think, the shortest DC movie yet. What does that mean? Like two and a half? Two twenty? It, it's an hour and fifty. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. That's what I saw anyway. For all that content we've seen <laughs> in the trailer. Okay. So, yeah. Look, man... I I know a lot of DC fanboys. I've talked to them about... Oh, uh, I can't do it. Oh <laughs> I think it's the circle of people I communicate on the internet. I just can't. Okay. Yeah. And, like, I want it to be good. Like, I like people always like, oh, Ryan, you're a Marvel fanboy, whatever. Like, that's fine. But, like, I like DC movies, too. But, like, I can't look at this and know the history of it and in any way think it will be anything less than bad. Like, am I crazy here? Like, have you seen the trailer? It looks like a hot mess. Everything about what it. What the hell's going on? Everything about it looks like a hot mess. Oh, what the hell is Steppenwolf? Why would I care? Why would they choose Steppenwolf? Oh, that's the villain. Steppenwolf. Dark Side's cousin. What did you say? Isn't Steppenwolf a band? It, it's also... It's also villain. a villain? It's also the villain. Like Slipknot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Steppenwolf is the villain of the movie. It's Dark Side's cousin. I don't know what any of that is. That sounds like a joke. Yeah, I know. You know Darkseid. I know Darkseid, but you say it's Darkseid's cousin. I yeah. know it's a uh, fucking Darkseid's cousin. Actually, it might, it might be his uncle. Oh, okay. That's even better. 
Okay, his second cousin twice removed. Okay. Yeah, it's stupid. This movie's gonna be bad. Oh, fuck me. And every trailer I can't, looks bad. I can't deal with this discourse, man. Super Lux. The Talk about trailers look better. The trailers look better than anything. Talk about fucking else anything else. Fucking No everyone Nut November. Hates, I don't everyone care. just hates the good movies. They just want things to be all happy and fun. They don't want darkness in their movies. <laughs> they want reality. <laughs> they, just want people, they just want a piece of shit on the film and just. Coco! Is a movie coming out? Book of Life. Yeah, yeah, Book of Life. Um, hey, I didn't see the Book of Life. I wanted to see the I Book didn't of Life. Um, you know, what was the I last Pixar movie I liked? I was like, it? I liked the concept of this movie. Like when I read the synopsis of Inside it, I was, I was into it. I like and, it too. But I, the trailers don't do nothing for me. No, it doesn't move. It looks like I'll watch it and maybe hopefully something like good it, comes out of it. It looks like it was the Good Dinosaur Team. That made uh, this, if you know what I mean. The B team. The B team. Yeah. <laughs> and the good dinosaur. I want that movie. Really, is just nothing, huh? Yeah, I still haven't seen it. It's nothing, man. Like there's just nothing there. That movie. It looks really. I think it's the most visually impressive Pixar movie I've seen, but it's the most like there's just nothing there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Disney Animation Studios is more like the A team in Disney animated films. Uh, I'd say. Um, I don't care about Inside Out, and as much as I try to care about Inside Out, I don't care about Inside Out. Still really like that movie. Do you? Very good, yeah. I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, Inside Out was the last Bing thing. Bong. He's a girl. Oh yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> he dies. No. <gasps> George, no. <laughs> Anyways, with that. Is that uh, everything? That is there, everything. There, the, there's also Call Me by Your Name, which is. I've been hearing that been this hearing is like true. the be all end all movie. See, I'm out of the loop. Year. I'm out of the loop. I'm out it's, of it. It's it's about it's about this kid and this it's, older it, gentleman. It's an LGBT who have, movie, right? Yeah, okay. who have a relationship. Okay. And apparent, I don't. I really don't know anything about. Yeah, is it called again? I, uh, call me by your name. Call me by your name. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know much about it. All I know is every single review I've seen of it has been like, holy fuck, this is a movie that Same I... Here. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm interested just because I like enjoying quality films, but I don't know. Also, also Pokemon the movie I Choose You comes yeah. out. Yeah! Nice! <laughs> Wait, what is what is this, Ryan? It's ba- Pokemon the movie I Choose You uh, basically came out last year in Japan as like a... Actually, this year in Japan uh, in the summer as like a celebration of like... 20 years of the anime uh-huh. and it's basically a retelling of the, the first okay that's what part. i thought that's what i so thought so it's ash gets pikachu but there's also fucking like sparrows he gets the bike and but like, there's oh, also like new pokemon there like the new ones are there oh. ash and misty aren't in there it sounds like, like you're a, rewriting history is what it sounds that's like that's exactly what it is and excuse it, me and it pissed a lot of people oh, off okay it's like where's brock where's misty where's <laughs> The bike. Why, why is that furry cat in the in the movie? You know the furry cat from the new games and Cinderor. No. Oh yes. Yeah, he one of the characters. There's Spiro. There's Spiro. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Also, there's a uh, one of the new ghost uh, legendary Pokemon follow, follows Ash in his shadow. For some reason, look, I don't know, man. I I I will probably see it because I'm sad and I'm a little interested, even though I haven't watched a Pokemon movie in like five years. I didn't even watch that Yu Gi Oh movie that came out this year. <laughs> Oh, yeah, one did come out this year. I didn't watch that. I didn't watch it either. Anyway, that's an episode. That's it. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode for October. Uh, November, I hope Murder on the Orient Express is good. Please. 
I uh, hope all those indie movies come out in our area and yeah. we end up seeing them. Yeah, and I hope I'm getting more plugged in. Can't wait to see what the Oscar race is going to look like this time. Oh, I can't wait to Remember crack, La open La nice, Land? crack open a nice LaCroix and enjoy a new hit movie. Pay me money. I have student debt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have fun here. Anyways. Oh, it's terrible. It's a terrible <laughs> beverage. I'll Ryan, be honest. Ryan, you're going to lose our sponsorship. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Movies Are Real is a podcast. Obviously, you can find us on iTunes. And if you could rate and review us there, that'd be great. Shout out to our friend Lauren who did that thing. I appreciate it. Thank you, Lauren. Because she listens to the show. So thank you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at jcruzalvarez26. Ryan, where can people find you? At Fryanpans on Twitter. Ryan. Send him some money, I guess. Send me money. <laughs> my PayPal is, I think, Prime Pants is my PayPal. PayPal be money. I need money. I am Send in debt. Send him LaCroix money. Send me money for LaCroix. That's that's going to be that's gonna be my Patreon. Give me money so I can buy LaCroix. Okay. Hell yeah. I just got a new million dollar idea. Yes. I'm quitting the podcast. I don't need you fucking normies anymore. I got my LaCroix show I'm starting. Oh, it's terrible. Carrie, where can people find you? You can find me at car, K-A-R underscore E Lyles, L-Y-L-E-S. Change no! your at. <laughs> it's too late. I can't. For Movies Are Real, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.